Welcome to Live, Life Inspired Views for Every Day. My name is Chris Meyer, and I'm a curious soul. Over the years as an educator, I have had students who were on the brink of failing a course. Often I was ready to let them go. But many times a comment from a supervisor or from the student themselves gave me the impetus to enter the land of second chances. As I reflect, I believe the results of those second chances produced more positive results than not and prevented failure. The brink of failure often followed by the grace of a second chance often allows someone to reset their attitude, habits, or motivation. The dance is knowing when to enter that land or when to stand firm and allow the law of consequences to rule. Have you ever been given a second chance that changed your life? or changed you in some way? I reflected on this myself. I know I've had second chances, but I could not come up with any at the moment. Then it dawned on me. What if everything we do is a second chance? There are always at least two options open to us in all our decision-making. So when we make a decision, it could be setting our foot in the land of second chances because the other option might have taken us down a not-so-good path. If we look at everything that happens as a second chance, it enlivens our attitude, gives us a sense of relief and excitement that we can do something better. Like the quote I learned in my high school days, don't you see how everything that happens keeps on being a beginning? All my story resources are in packed boxes as we prepare to move to Rochester, Minnesota, so I didn't have a chance to revisit this next story but it is one of the most poignant second chance stories that I know. It took place in South Africa during the time of the Truth and Reconciliation Trials when Nelson Mandela was president. In the courtroom that day, an old woman listened as the charges were read to Colonel Vandekoek, describing the atrocities of his actions toward the woman's family. She listened as they described Colonel Vandercock and his men coming to her home and killing her son point blank. Then they returned later to take her husband, tie him to a stake, and burn him to death. As he died, she heard him say, Forgive them. When the charges had been read, the judge asked the woman what she would like done to Colonel Vandercock. She replied, I want three things. First, I want Colonel Vandekoek to take me to where he burned my husband so I can gather his ashes and give him a proper burial. Colonel Vandekoek took away all my family, and I still have more love to give. I want him to come to my house once a week so I can be a mother to him. Finally, I want to give him a hug so that he knows what I say is true. As the woman was led across the courtroom to Vandekoek, a gasp went through the courtroom as Vandekoek fainted to the floor. That is the epitome of second chances. Would we be so filled with grace as that woman? Second chances can be big or small. John Mertz, a management and thought leader, said, Second chances deliver the opportunity to correct a wrong, choose a better path, and live a life of renewed purpose. Hmm. Yeah, they can be big or small. A second chance can redeem a failing grade or forgive the worst actions against a human being. 
but whatever the size, they all involve grace. We can never know what is truly the right thing to do when faced with a decision to enter the land of second chances or not. We may give a second chance that backfires or that the recipient fails us. But what I do know is that the decision to grant it involves grace and trust. The rest is up to the recipient. We then sit not in the role of judge, but in the role of giver. It's true that people can be positively changed when a consequence is leveled rather than a second chance. But when we are faced with the dilemma to allow a second chance, remember the consequence is still there, but it is just not in our hands. Our gain from giving a second chance is an energy and sense of well-being and love. It's true. If that is not there, then we must examine our motive or examine if the pattern has been repeated without gain or change. Our kids stayed with my sister Deb and her family when we were gone on a trip many years ago. Their family followed a ritual that we eventually adopted in our family from that time on. When something wrong was done, the wrongdoer had to apologize and then ask for forgiveness. I love that because it clears the slate and opens the gate to the second chance. Forgiveness is the step into the land of second chances. Grace is the open door. This week, reflect on your own second chances or those you have granted and what happened as a result. Then, on your bathroom mirror, write, If it were me who needed a second chance, what would I want? Join me next Monday for Live, Life-Inspired Views for Every Day. I'm Chris Meyer, and I'm a curious soul.